Welcome back to Keeping It Real. I'm your host, Ed Smith. In today's episode, I talked with Jen Maciel, and we just discussed discussed our uh, beliefs and how they're overlapping, what we agree on, what we disagree on, and it was, it was a great conversation. Tune in. church is so big and you can only like allow a certain amount of percentage of like people to go in I feel like they don't don't want to like pick and choose who gets to go and who can't and we already have three services like on Sundays so I feel like it'd just be a stretch for them to like open up more services to fit the amount of people but the online platform has been going really well it's been working out yeah we have like a live chat so I'm I also help out with our youth service and we have it like once every Friday month and it's kind of cool because we use the same online platform for that that we use for church so I kind of see like the behind the scenes of every Sunday Mm -hmm. but I see it on like Fridays when we do these services and we have like a live chat where people can like interact and like we have a lot of Brazilian attendees at the church too and it's an American church. And on the website, there's a setting where you can pick, like, any language that you want, and it changes the whole, like, site for that language. And, like, if I'm typing in English, you see it in, like, Portuguese or whatever. And I can type in Portuguese, but if your setting's in English, you would see it in English. Uh So it just makes it easier for everyone to, like, connect with each other. I just want to let you know that uh, it sounded good, so I just started recording, so we're getting into it. Okay, uh, look at that. Yeah, I mean, it's easier to just do that, because it's it's a weird barrier sometimes, you know what I'm saying? So we're just going to pretend it's not there. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I, I mean, I've been getting better at it, but that's, that was my struggle when I first started the podcast, Mm -hmm. like, that's why I kind of died off, it just... Never, never could get comfortable. It's like a black thing right there. It's whatever. <laughs> no, we're just going to not focus on that. It's just going to be um, a simple combo. Where's your church at? It's in Ashland, M- Ashland, MA. Yeah, it's like 20 minutes up here. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty convenient. It's um, an American church, as I said, but like we have people from All any yeah. ethnicity or anything. It's, it's good. Highly recommended Do for anyone. Do a lot anyone. of my bro, uh, people go out there? It's the same one that Oscar goes to. Really? Yeah. So we actually go to the same one. When I started, like, I'm, I usually tend to attract myself to, like, older groups of people for some reason. I don't know why. But I ended up, like, getting myself involved in the 508, Uh which is the youth ministry there. And so when I first joined, like, I'm starting to hang out with, like, 20-something-year-olds. I'm going to their small groups, which is basically, like, little Bible studies. We call it, like, almost AAs. It's so funny. We just talk about anything. It doesn't even have to be God. It's just, like, helpful to be surrounded around people. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's what I really have always appreciated about church. Like, I didn't necessarily believe in the religion of the church I was Mm -hmm. going to, but I really appreciated, like, everybody was there for the right purpose, you know? So I... I like grew up in and out of church like when I was younger I used to go and then I stopped because my family stopped and then I had this one best friend and she wanted me to go to her church and I'm like why not and I was there for a couple of years but like I don't think my faith actually really grew there because I didn't have that sense of community when I started dating Mateus he was like oh I go to church too you should come visit and that's at Connect and Ashley and the one that I currently go to now and I literally fell in love with it the moment I walked in. There's such a sense of like acceptance that they don't care where you're from, what you've done in your past. Like you walk through the door and it's a fresh start. That's what church is about. Yeah. Like, you could tell when a sp- specific church is like lost in mm-hmm. that sense and they're just there because they believe they should be there. Yeah. You know, it's not because they want to be there. I think it, it, they just like push you to be the best version of you that like That's you can really be. Awesome. Yeah. That is. It's amazing. Um, we so right now there's like a summer small group going on every mondays there's like a sisterhood and a brotherhood kind of makes sense brotherhood goes to guys sisterhood goes to girls and like the brotherhood right now are focused on like doing their like connecting through like sports 
So like each Monday you do a different sport and then this Monday we're doing a mashup and we're just gonna like go to a park and play volleyball. That's super yeah. cool. I, sports are so important. Like uh, when I was talking to Angel, he really mm -hmm. like he found the way of living through sports. And oh yeah. It's like it, you learn how to work with people, you learn how to put shit aside and just get 100%. when you focus on the same goal. Like, yeah. I think when you have your eyesight set on something and the people around you also have that mm -hmm. same goal, it's just so much better when you get there. You feel like, wow, I accomplished this, but when I look around, I have people that you are, are there with it. me. Yeah, yeah, like you have a piece of this big puzzle and that's what it's all about. And that's like, it's really important to learn that because then you know how to work with people and you know how to deal with differences, which is, I mean, it can be hard to understand oh, that concept, but when if you're in an accepting place like that, where mm -hmm. they just accept everyone, that's awesome, like that, yeah. that's what I really preach about churches. Mm -hmm. I think it's definitely a way to find your path, and whether or not you stick to that church, you find your path, like, we, we kind of think of it like you're planting a seed, uh -huh. like, if I talk to someone about God, it doesn't, like, it doesn't mean that I'm going to see them find their faith. It means that I'm just planting a seed and that seed might grow. And if that seed grows, that's good. I don't have to see it grow. If that person finds faith, I'm just happy I was able to like express that to them and kind of shine a light on stuff. Yeah. So I totally get that. So when you talk about something I've heard a bunch this week and I heard I saw in someone's story who goes to the Metro West uh, church the phrase God is love. Yeah. So what, like, what does that mean exactly? Because I think I've heard God is love and God is in all of us. So yeah. then what, where does that put God kind of, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think that God is love. It's a metaphor for what he stands for. Basically God showed his love for us when he gave up his only son to die for our sins. Um, a lot of people might not believe that and that's fine. I'm open to conversation, but I believe in the Bible and the Bible like is very old. I understand that it's a story, not a story, but like it's documentations from time. And I believe that, yeah, basically. And I believe that he loved us so much that it inspires us to love others. And I feel like when you say, oh, God is love, it's basically just a form of saying, yeah. God loved me, so I'm going to love you. Yeah, and, that makes sense. Yeah. I get that. So, another thing that I was curious about is... So, who... I, I don't read, I haven't read yeah. the Bible, I'm not into this, like, I'm, this is all my No, learning. you're like, fine. I've come from a Catholic church, I grew up, like, with going with my parents, and sh my mom never, she kind of just did it, because, like, her grandmother, or mm -hmm. her mother did it, and, like, she wanted to see me be baptized there, and have my yeah. first communion, and then my first confirmation, and I understand the principles of it, but, like, honestly, while I was there, I was just screwing around, and, like, yeah, not really listening, and what... I under, like you have this sense of loving everyone and I've gotten this sense of loving everyone through a different path mm -hmm. and I think we're that's the sense of faith and yeah. I think that's what you're talking about but when you say you plant the seed and you want someone to grow to find their faith and they don't do you think when they find it they look back and see that was a part of faith what do you mean like the seed like, planting or just no, not but like finding you do they understand that everything that led up to that point was still faith you just weren't aware of it I think it could be honestly but it also could not because like your faith grows as you grow so maybe you didn't have any faith at all mm -hmm. like I I didn't really come into my faith until like a year ago I as I said I grew in and out of church I never really like saw myself and expressed it like I I don't know if you noticed but I didn't really start like posting on my social media about religion or talking to other people about God seriously until like a year ago and I feel like that's because growing up it's it's not 
like cool to be religious like we want to go out and party we want to go yeah. out and do this like it's cool to swear and i'm not saying it's uncool to do that like i'll still go out and party like i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna purposely do stuff that's not good for me uh -huh. but i'm also aware of what i should and shouldn't be doing like i'm aware of right and Are wrong you aware you know? because your body's telling you that or because of these principles both. you learned both i think um so we we think of like two things like when you die to your flesh and give in to god so let's say i i'm i don't Take know how time. to put this want, no you're well, chilling the thing i've said to everyone on the podcast is silence is so like just as important as yeah. talking in a conversation like that's why i'm so comfortable in that spot yeah. now and i want people to get there too because you really got to listen to yourself what like so you can mm -hmm. express how you're feeling you know i get that i think um one of the big things to faith is you want to do good for what's for your body but you don't want that to contradict your faith if that makes sense like let's say for some people sex feels good mm -hmm. but it's also you want to save yourself for marriage and there have been several sermons on like why you want to save yourself for marriage and i feel like a lot of the times like you don't grow up really knowing why people are just like oh sex is bad oh save it for marriage but you never really stop to think the reason why yeah and um i grew up like that too i like i was like oh why is it bad why why should i be doing this and not this and i feel like once you listen to different perspectives and read into a lot of things then it makes more sense like i by pastor devin one of our youth pastors at the 508 our lead youth pastor he um had a sermon about sex and or maybe it was his dad derek right i don't know that's our lead pastor for connect funny but um one of them they had a sermon and it was talking about how every time you have sex with someone maybe not for guys it's as much but you have an emotional connection it's 100%. like a yeah it's a part of you so if you go out and have sex with like tons of different people you're, you're slowly yeah you're I being pulled apart and that's when you finally get into a marriage there's almost nothing left to give mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel as special so it's basically respecting yourself enough to keep yourself whole for someone else. That's, that's a principle of religion that I've really resonated with me lately while looking into my my chakras. Yeah. So your second chakra, your sacral, that's your sexual energy. Mm -hmm. And the concept behind it is sexual intercourse is used for creating life. Yep. And when you release that energy, like you said, it is a part of you and you're giving it to another human being and they're giving a part of them yeah. to create life. And I think we all know that that's the reason and subconsciously we feel bad after sex and it like, you know, like post not clarity and like you don't like the walk of shame. Yeah. And there's an old saying my mom taught me like, um, like a werewolf chew or something I'm like sorry, that. I'm sorry, the post-nut clarity just made sense in my mind. I've never heard that. That's <laughs> it's so funny. It's when you're like, oh my God, what did I do? Oh my God. If no, I've, that, I've heard people that like feel bad after it, but like I never heard it in that sense. If, if you don't love the person, like you... It, exactly. It doesn't feel good. And yeah. I think that's something I've learned now because I've understood I don't feel good. So I've stopped it and it's... Like it's made me more creative. It's made me yeah. become a control of my emotions. Like when you're just releasing those, that energy everywhere, it's all over the place, and oh, it's yeah. just gonna rip your emotions with you. So I really do agree with that mm -hmm. in the terms of church. I have nothing to like. No, that's like, fine. I, I like agree with that's it. it. Really I'm do. glad we agree on that. I, which is funny too, because like I also never thought about that way until I was there sitting at that service listening to what they say. Uh -huh. Like. I think a lot of the Bible people are like, oh, that's that's like some old tradition. Yeah. That's that's like old way of thinking. But then if you actually sit back and think about it, like this makes sense and it's healthy for my body, it's healthy for my mind, it's healthy for my soul. And I think that's just a good way to partake in yeah, life is 100%. like being healthy. Just listening to your body. Oh, it yeah. Really is. 
And like we've created condoms because people give into that temptation, but then you, they tell you it doesn't feel as good. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, because you're not doing it for the purpose. Exactly. You're doing it for and the that's feel. What I was trying to say at the beginning is like, don't give into your fleshly desires, like your body body mm-hmm. desires, because like you may see a hot girl and you're like, oh, look at look at her, and then something might be funny down there, but then you have to like think like this is what we would if you're religious, you'd be like oh, it's one of the fruits of the Spirit. Because uh, the Holy Spirit, we believe to have nine, like, fruits, basically, in their lessons. I definitely can't think of all nine out of my head right now. Whoops. Do you want me to but I, I, can, I can look it up. Sure. But one that um, I had the, like, pleasure of learning about was self-control. And because that's, everyone has that within them. They just... Mm-hmm. It might be deeper than others, but... Um, Anyone could get to the same oh point, yeah, though. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, here it is. It's kindness, modesty, patience, peace. Uh, this is 12. Are there 12? <laughs> Learn something new every day. Wow. Okay, it might not be factually. Someone can fact check me, guys. I am so sorry. Here, find one that says nine. Oh, yeah, this one says nine. There you go. Words of wisdom, words of knowledge, faith, gifts of healing, miracles, prophecy, distinguish between spirits, tongues, self-control. That one also doesn't seem... Google is not always the best source. Yeah, it has every website, I mean. But the one that is talked about a lot is self-control because a lot of the times you let your anger get to you, you let guilt get to you, jealousy get to you, and sometimes you just have to step back and see the grace of God and see that you shouldn't be ashamed of this. Yeah. Like self-control is how you get those. Other exactly. Things place. 100%. And once you tie into your self-control, the peace will follow like the peace of I mean, mind. I could not agree more. That's, that's what I've been learning through my own way. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like when people, this is what, when people say like their religion's right and yours wrong, I, I think all religions are oh, right. They're just different perceptives and interpretations and you're, you're getting to that same emotion of peace within yourself and that confidence you gain from it. Let me find. So I, um, one of my mentors sent me a couple of books because that's also something that we encourage is books because like it feeds your soul. It feeds your mind. Do your own research. Exactly. 100%. And one of the books is, let me find it right here. I think it's, yeah, uh, Enemies of the Heart by Andy Stanley, and it's breaking free from your four emotions that control you. And the four emotions are guilt, anger, um, jealousy. Je- yep, jealousy. And then there's one more. Let's see if you can guess it because it guilt, got anger, cut out from my jealousy, picture. Love? No, I actually don't think it's love. Enemies of the Heart. Let me just. Oh, enemies, sorry. Um, guilt, anger. Jealousy. Of course it got cut out. Regret, maybe? I don't know. I'm just spewing things out. (laughs) Oh, it's greed. That's the fourth one. Guilt, anger, greed, and jealousy. And those are like emotions that can tear a person down. 100%. Like, it can ruin relationships. Oh, yeah, dude. If you're in an over-jealous relationship, that's not healthy. If you're a greedy person, no one's going to want to be around you. Mm-hmm. No one's going to want to, like, share with you. You need to learn how to give and take. Yeah, 100%. I don't know. It's just books, like, will 100% open up your mind and get you, like, critically thinking about mm-hmm. things. I recently just learned that. So I, like, I last that. night I ordered, like, six books, <laughs> one day shipping. I started one today. I could... I think you would actually really like it. It's um, How to Be a Shepherd. Swinging my way for sure. I'm reading all the time these days. That's that's a big thing I've really gotten into over quarantine is just picking up books because like, you run out of video games to play and TV shows to watch. And yeah. then once you get there, you realize how much more growth there is in it. It's like a short book. It's The Way of the Shepherd by Dr. Kevin Lamont. Um I'm halfway done with it, so I can definitely swing it your way when I'm done. Um, a lot of the books I did get are by Christian writers, and uh-huh. this is, I'm not sure if he's a Christian writer, 
but he's a doctor, so that sounds official. <laughs> but it's basically just how to be like a leader and how to get your flock, aka like your sheep or whatever, um, just to listen to you and follow you and trust you. And I, I started reading it this morning and I only didn't finish it because my mom's like, all right, like we have to go out and grocery shop. And I'm like, Are you sure I have to go <laughs> with you? Like, I'm so into this book. And that's never happened to me before. Like I've never just sat down and wanted to finish a book right there and then. Yeah. I um, posted like a little page of it on my Instagram story this morning. And I found it so funny because every time like I flipped a page, I'm like, wow, I should post this one too. And then I'm like, well, no, I can't be that person That's, that fills my story. <laughs> I read a book about Buddhism. It was like Buddhism in its simplicity. And yeah. uh, every page I was like, this just feels right. You yeah. know, like, and I think that's what like, we're just coming to the consensus. That's what religion is. And it's people finding their own way, you 100%. know, and I think they all sit on the same principles and people, the people who we see who practice religion, like when we generalize in a re religion as like a bad religion mm -hmm. or a negative religion and we see them as something else, it's because we're grouping the whole thing together. When you look at an individual who genuinely practices it, it's, mm -hmm. it's a different thing. And yeah. they, they found that same thing just through their own way, which is very important because yeah. if you don't find it, you're not going to find what you're looking for unless it's your way, your own research and your own doing. I agree. And um, I listened to your podcast with Nicole. Uh -huh. It was really great, by the way. Like, I loved thank it. Thank you. Thank you. And I... She's a crazy story. <laughs> love her. But yeah, she, she overcome a ton and I'm proud of her. It's, I would have never expected that because she's yeah. so positive. She is so positive. When I like when I'm around her, my energy just like hundred percent heightens to the next level. And like one thing that stood out that you said about religion was um, how how can you give credit yeah. to to someone else for uh -huh. finding like your own happiness, your own love? And I really wanted to bring that up because I don't know if it's like I can't give credit to myself because I found it through my faith if that makes sense mm -hmm. like I believe in God I believe in Jesus like it, it's historic evidence that he was real um, but I believe that my my strengths my weaknesses all comes from him whether like if I use it for good if I use it for bad that's up to me but because I am using it to lead because I am using it to spread spread kindness spread love I can't credit that to myself I'm 100% gonna give credit to him I do think that like how you use it is up to you and that's where I give credit to myself like I will speak out and that's where I credit myself but the why I have it and why I am the way I am I think is because of my faith and because of my Christianity I I agree with that. What uh, what I mean when I say that is there is your faith and when you get to the point that you're at where mm -hmm. you do love yourself and you have this confidence and you look back and you saw the surround every the reason I am who I am today mm -hmm. is no credit to myself. Yeah. But the reason I found my self love and my confidence is because I woke up and just looked around mm -hmm. me and started to listening to my body, listen to my surroundings and those these like there's little snippets that play in my head all the time of people saying things that led to me where I'm getting. Like my mother would always tell me like, don't say anything negative about yourself mm -hmm. in the world because it be you can it becomes true. And this is the principle of manifestation. And I couldn't agree more. Like if, if you're gonna put yourself down and you don't even believe in yourself, like who's mm -hmm. supposed to That's believe so in true. you? That's so true. Do you know what I'm saying? I think the moment you start thinking like that positively and realizing that all these people helped you to get to where you are is the moment you truly start to live your life. Mm -hmm. I think that one day someone will just wake up and be like, all right, I'm going to get my stuff together. Like, I'm going to start... You hit a point of pain kind of, where you're oh, yeah, like, I 100%. need to just change this, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's... There's different severities of pain. There's obviously much worse situations, people who've been deathly ill and gotten out of that place with faith, but... There's also been, you can, everyone has pain. Oh, yeah. Everyone has some shit. And, and if they say they don't, they're lying. Yeah, like, and they're just pushing those emotions deeper mm -hmm. and it's going to take longer for them to let them out. And one day it might just blow up. Uh-huh, exactly. And that's like, there's people that you see like who just approach things with a 
with like a little temper in them yeah. already and it's like you sh- that's not their fault because it's it's in there they shoved it down and they and didn't have someone to talk to about one it. one of the principles of this book um the way of the shepherd is about attitude and i think when you said like the way people approach thing it just reminded me of a page i read today and it was talking about like the hiring process if you're like in a manager position at a job and you're supposed to hire someone with good attitude but bad skill set or really good skill set but a bad attitude who are you gonna yeah. hire uh-huh. and the whole it's like work, thing, work at, at oh yeah too. like 100%. A, a basketball coach would rather have a kid who's gonna work hard but's less talented yeah you know and it's all like it motivates the people around them too like 100%. if you had if you have a bad attitude you're just gonna rain on everyone's parade like i couldn't you, agree more yeah that's where the underdog award comes from in every team yeah. sport. That's why, like, that is an award for... The unsung hero. Yeah, unsung, that's what it is. Unsung <laughs> hero. <laughs> but I think that award is probably, like, up there. Like, it's what MVP. Award. It's such a special award to have. Um, yeah. I think it's good. Because it's like you're... You're unspokenly bringing up the team. You know, you're unspokenly doing your job and helping others, and you don't have to be, you're not showing off about it. You're not, mm-hmm. like, you're just doing your thing, and people see that, and they just gravitate towards it. Yeah. And I think that's so important to have in any team, in any any scenario. Mm-hmm. I mean... Well, I think where we are in the world, too, like, all we need is love. Like, mm-hmm. to love our neighbor. Like, it, which is also what it says in the Bible, which is, like, faith is so overlapping with like so many things that you should just have morally as a person like love your neighbor yeah. the golden rule treat others the way you want to be treated because they are you 100 percent. like sometimes like i just sit down and i think i'm like whoa like my brother has his own mind like i'm just like a side character to his life you know mm-hmm. and so if you think in a perspective that like yes i'm living my own life there's people around me but other people are also living their lives. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah, there's a there's a word to that. Like the when the realization of everyone's life is individually as complex as yeah. yours, where you think you're alone sometimes. Mm-hmm. And once you understand that, like, it's easier to love, and yeah. it's easier to just pick people up instead of trying to tear them down. Worry about yourself yeah, though. Like, that too. I find that I can't. I can't spread my love when I when I'm stuck in my own head just thinking mm-hmm. about like my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I need to live in the moment and just be aware of who's around me. And yeah. then before you know it, you're asking who's day how how their day is, and you're just ensuing in a conversation. It's emotional intelligence. Like 100%. that's I I personally think emotional intelligence is probably like maybe even higher than actual school intelligence. Like 100. percent Yeah. I um I took psychology and. It's, I think it just really broadened my perspective on how I view anyone. Like, if I see someone that's, like, flipping me off, if I'm at, like, I accidentally cut them off, didn't see them, they're on my blind spot, whatever, they flip me off. Like, I'm not just, it, I've come to a point where I don't let that anger come into me like I'm flipping them back it's off not too. That, the anger is not at you. No. Something in their life brought exactly. them Exactly. Like, I don't know how their day was exactly. going before that. So, I'm... For like, that to be their initial reaction, exactly. something else was there. And it's not that I'm going to be mad at them. Like, if anything, I'm going to feel sorry for them. If that's, like, the way that they have to react. Like, I'm going to be like, wow, maybe they just had a really bad day. And, and just, I just maybe made it a little worse. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to, like, take that out on them. I couldn't I, agree more. Yeah. Uh, I had a thought. I forget what it was. <laughs> It'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I think about it, it won't come back. Oh. But if I just let it be... We'll be mid-conversation. You'll be like, wait. <laughs> 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 hmm. Alright. Yeah. I don't know. I think... I think... My faith really brought me to who I am. So when, what are we talking about when we're talking about faith? Because I know we both yeah, know, yeah, yeah. but I don't know if listeners 100% That's fine. Know. So basically my faith is believing and trusting in someone or something that I can't physically see. Mm-hmm. And so me trusting in God, even though I can't physically see him, that's my faith in him. It's an extra step to believing. 
Um, but you could use also those words interchangeable, I guess. Um, I, I feel like my faith also, it brings me to like, I can't see that God is here, but sometimes I can feel him. Like, not, like I'm not crazy. Like, I'm not like, yo, God just touched my shoulder. I get what you're saying. But I feel like sometimes he reaches out through stuff in your life. Like, um, back in 2015, I was at a low point. My brother was leaving for college. I was like, damn, he's like the first person that says hi to me when I walk in. Like, he's the first person that like asks me how my day goes. He like helps me out with school and now he's gonna be away for like months at a time. And I was really low and it was like two weeks after he left and I was just in my room and I'm like, oh, I'm never gonna tell him this, but I miss him. And I really hope he doesn't listen to this podcast, but if you're listening, Johnny, I don't miss you. I'm lying. <laughs> but um, I, when I get upset, I go to music. Like that's, I'm not talented music in music, but like music speaks, dude, it, 100%. And I was on the Spotify vibe for a while, like the create your own playlist, whatever. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna click on a random playlist. like, and. At that time, I wasn't even really in touch with my faith. I didn't really. I I went to church it's at that time. There. It yeah, it's always it's there. always there, whether you it's know whether it or you're not. Looking up to it or not. Like it's it's not that God is pulling away from us, but it's that we're pulling away from Him, and that's what I was doing at the moment, 100%. I was like, whatever. I'm just gonna click this random playlist. I'm gonna forget about everything, and I clicked shuffle on a playlist, and I was like, oh brother, and I'm like. I don't like brothers right now, let's click skip. And then the next song, the title was like, everything's gonna be all right. And I'm like, God, is this you? <laughs> That's so <laughs> But funny. I feel like a lot of the times, like that is God showing that he's there for me and that I'm not alone. Because at that time I did feel very lonely. And I feel like that was, that was God reminding me that he's here for me, you know? So even though he's not here physically, I can't see him, I feel like, He's always around. I 100% agree with you. My my wording is everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. If you look back to where you were, anything that happens is where you got today. I don't believe in the phrase good or bad yeah. because what happened happened yeah. and it's why I'm here. And I don't believe, I believe in a God out mm -hmm. there. I don't know about if we're talking yeah. about the same God, but... I believe in something in the same sense. When I have an emotion or something and I turn on my music, that music starts speaking to me. Or, like you said, you can feel his presence. Mm -hmm. And I, I can totally feel something's presence when I just am in the moment and have faith in what's going on. Even yeah. good, what is seen as good or bad, I know, like, in the moment, I've gotten to the point with myself where I know this is going to make me better. You know what Everything's, I'm like... A learning opportunity. Everything's a learning 100%. opportunity. 100%. I, you can learn from the bad. If you can't see me, I'm doing the bunny <laughs> quotations right now because I don't, as you said, everything happens for a reason. And if like, I don't know, let's say someone, someone's tire popped on their way to work and then apparently like there was a shooting at their job like that tire felt like the worst thing yeah. at that moment and then you're like wow this just saved me from something so much worse that's so sad that it's like a legit <laughs> yeah. scenario yeah. <laughs> that is so curious sad i think that like oh, all respect but i think i've read stories about stuff that happened on like 9 11 yeah, of course. and so like someone missed those. their flight and it so happened to be one of those two hijacked flights and, and it's the people crazy. who were on those flights, I hate to say it, but it might have been their time. You know, like yeah, it's just, I it really have. believe in faith in a sense that it does happen for a reason. You don't see it in the moment, but if you look back in time, you'll see why it happened. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I think that's important, and I think all religions believe in the, this fate and believe in this. Like, in. What I'm studying right now, I've just been picking pieces from religions that yeah. re resonate with me. Hinduism, reincarnation. So when you die, you are placed in this, not waiting room, but you're placed in this, I have no idea. I haven't been there. I don't <laughs> it's a waiting I room. Let's there, call it a waiting I have, room. I don't know. 
and you see you pick your family mm -hmm. you pick your path and you pick the pain you're gonna endure because you know your soul can endure it and when you're going through life once you keep going through things you can look back and see oh that's why that happened oh why this is why that happened mm -hmm. and you were the reason why you're there and that's that's why you believe in a god and i believe in we're all our own gods mm -hmm. i think i figured i'm just figuring this yeah. out because with that reincarnation and you picking your path you, your yourself is there in those moments you need yourself and that's why i think self-love is so important as well because that's where you're you're gaining your confidence and you're in tune with you're not your mind and you're not your body these are vessels for our souls and when you when you get those things out of the way when you just have a healthy body and you work out all the time and you feel great your body feels energized and you exercise your mind and you're thinking and reading and looking into things and really questioning things and you you begin to become in tune with your soul and it, it can speak to you yeah. and you can that voice in your head like think about it what's that voice in your head like who's if you're mm -hmm. listening to the voice who's the voice Facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that little voice. And, but then you could get in the way of it when you start yeah. thinking it, because then it's just you talking to you so, in your mind, I guess. Something that someone said once in our small group is, if you're religious, think about it this way: if you're thinking about it, like if you to determine what is saying in your head and who is it coming from, um, think about it this way: if you're like oh, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm worthless. That I'm, it's just thoughts getting put in your head. Like when you look in the mirror, oh, you're, you're disgusting. When they call you, it's coming from the enemy. But when someone's like, how do I, it's, I'm trying to think of how they said it because they explained it so well. It's just like, was it? It wasn't you are worth, but it's just like worthy or like you are worthy or something. You deserve this. Yeah, you, you deserve this. this. And that's you. coming from our God. Mm -hmm. And it's basically just how to distinguish what is coming from what, what you listen to. And I feel like if you're comfortable in, in where you are right now, you're not growing. The whole growth process is uncomfortable. Like when babies' teeth, like their teething they cry because it's uncomfortable but that just means that their teeth are growing like to actually put yourself out there you need pain to you grow. need pain to grow you That's have to get out of your comfort zone to actually experience mm -hmm. experience growth because you don't know how good you feel until you've seen how bad it could be yeah and i think that's i mean people people listening to this i bet you'll be like my life feels fine i don't have pain you have it somewhere mm -hmm. it might be in your household in, or maybe it's all you know yeah. and then you have to confront it at this point you know and every that's a big thing of buddhism is at, like the only way to get to the point of awakening and enlightenment is to have pain yeah. and everybody's life's gonna have pain in it yeah with christianity there's a verse in the bible and it says Com confess your sins well, I'm, I'm definitely paraphrasing but it's like confess your sins so no one else can so basically, you yourself be like, oh, I'm, I'm drinking way too much. I'm getting in a point where I'm very drunk and doing really dumb things. And I'm hurting people because of it. And confess that out loud so you know, you know it's there. Mm -hmm. And because if someone else calls you out on it, your first instinct is like, you're going to feel shamed. You're going to try to hide. And if, if you're in a bad place, you're going to get angry. Exactly. Like if you, if you bring it to light yourself you know how to control it and you're going to be able to control it because you know what's going on it's that whole it's going back body. to your self-control thing it's being able to encounter different situations and overcome it by recognizing if you're at your limit or not mm -hmm. if you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing and i think i think that's also a really big part of growth and being mature is knowing your limits knowing whether or not you should be doing stuff yeah to get to where i have gotten i that's all i've done mm -hmm. is just listen to what makes my body feel good and what makes it feel bad and 
where I started was my back didn't feel too good and I looked into where I could go to a chiropractor for mm -hmm. not bad and I found this place that I'm covered in insurance. If you have an insurance that covers yeah. checkups, you could get it through uh, any job probably and he just takes $15 down. Is it scary? I feel no, like chiropractic is, is so it scary. Is. The first time you go, he's like, relax your neck because oh you're tense because you're like, he's about to snap yeah. it. He's like, I need you to trust me. Oh and then he'll snap it. But I, I listen to my body. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, my posture straight and my chakras were aligned. Yeah. And now that my chakras are aligned, I even noticed more things. Like I saw that... I'm running out of energy at certain points of the day because I was eating sugar or yeah. something. And I, I saw like, this sugar, this sugar tastes good in the moment, like a temptation, yeah. but how is it going to make me feel later in the exactly. day? And I just kept picking out little things and it's taken a long time. I've been working on this since before I even noticed I've been working yeah. on this. And I remember back in bio, like January, you're like, I'm going to start a podcast, you know, we're just going to talk about things and it's going to be good it's gonna you're gonna talk about real stuff and i was like ed you you got this like You've i'll always listen been a day one <laughs> i was like i'll listen <laughs> and it, like i really see that especially like through your past episodes i i see how much you've matured since then as well and how much you've like how far you've come and like i am so proud of you i really appreciate yeah. that and i'm i'm proud of you for coming on here and wanting to share your voice as well and i'm you're proud of me but i'm proud of my community getting yeah. me to this point like it wasn't mm -hmm. it, like Feet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like we were saying, like, obviously it took me a little bit of listening and you putting things into practice. Like, my mother would always tell me, listen to your body. And I'd always be like, what do you mean? And she'd be like, when your body hurts, don't do it. Like, mm -hmm. like after football games, if I came home and something hurt, I'd still go to the gym because I was like, I need to get better. Yeah. But I'm not getting better. I'm exactly. still just hurting myself. And like, I would, in the gym, I would always be working out with Justin and Steven and they've always been stronger than me mm -hmm. and like that was one of my big like barriers I needed to get over is people are going to be stronger than you but if you're improving that's all you everyone's need to be at different with. levels uh -huh. everyone 100 like let's say I'm at church and I see this person speaking in tongues I don't I'm I don't turn and I'm like wow why why are they speaking in tongues and I'm not mm -hmm. like why can't I do that but we're at really different like points. No, that's fine. Tongue, speaking in tongues. Because yeah. I feel that way sometimes. Yeah. Like you just, I'm not even thinking. No. Like the, it, like when the last one with Nicole, like analogies were just coming out of me. <laughs> it was crazy. They were good. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, uh, that was such a special. Yeah. It was, Nicole had something aura around her that yeah. I just picked up on. But sorry to interrupt. No, you're your fine. But no, yeah, I feel like you can't compare yourself and that's one of the biggest things like because everyone like I saw this analogy on flowers it's like a sunflower is really pretty but so is a rose like they're but they look nothing alike yeah. like they're different in their own way and so are people like maybe one person's still growing maybe one person's been in their faith for like 50 years they're at different levels but they're still beautiful levels yeah. and there's like there's you're never like done with your growth there's always room for improvement no matter what people say mm -hmm. and I think that's just like also a really important thing to remember and not to put yourself down about because like oh maybe I'm not at this level you can't just beat yourself up you just have to work harder to improve and if you feel like you're not growing anymore that's the first step to acknowledging getting back on your faith yeah. and, not in, and not in the sense that you're off of it but you need to be aware of it like that part of awakening was your faith mm -hmm. but now you need to lean into it and start to do what's better for yourself yeah. so my pastor uh pastor deb he posted a like q a thursday thing on his snap story and a lot of the times when people feel like like when people first know god they they call that their first love of god like the, when they're they're at their first love and then somewhere along the way you might lose that and so i asked him because i i've been feeling like a little sort of out of place recently and in the q a i asked him i was like how do i get back to my first love like how do i find that again and his reply was so amazing he was like it's not that you have to get back at it. You just have to pick it up and continue walking with it, basically. Like, you have to figure out where you left it, like, why you left it, and you have to just pick that up and improve on that. And it's kind of like, if you're 
on such a high, like going to the gym and you're improving your body and then something just kind of stops and like your spark ends. You have to figure out why that spark ended. You have to try to get back to what made you feel good at the moment and back to like your first love and whatever. I feel like I endure this every day almost because at the beginning, every morning I wake up and I talked about this on Nicole's podcast, I need to go through a certain regimen that I know is going to get me to feeling where I want to be feeling. I don't start off, every day I start off with still being able to feel hate and feel anger and feel bad about myself. And like, I wake up and like, what is this podcast shit I'm doing, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I post that first podcast and then I start receiving love from all these people who it's resonating with. And then I go and I hit the gym or I go run, I go get this first part of my exercise out of my way. And then I'm not there yet, but I'm feeling better. Mm -hmm. And then but what always tips me over the point is talking to people. And like once I just start connecting with other people, it's when I get to where I want to be. And I think that's important for people to realize that when you need help, it you, it's okay to ask for people. 100%. It's needed to ask Yes. I agree with that. Like over the moon, it's 100% okay to ask for help and it's encouraged. Mm-hmm. Because it just like teachers, I used to like be so mad at teachers when they're like, oh, like, how did I know you guys needed extra help on this if you didn't ask me? Like, I'm not going to read your mind. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that's how people feel now. Like, ask for help. Mm -hmm. I used to be so mad at them. I'm like, but you're the teacher. You you know you have to teach me. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help if you don't understand something. Ask for help if you're going through something. Ask for help. We're all here together. Yeah. This is our, we're all on one big ass hurling rock in the middle of whatever we're doing. And a, a big a big thing in um I'm sure this is in your religion, but what I've been studying a lot of them is there's a massive gift in giving, mm-hmm. and there's no gift to give if there's no one there to receive it. Yeah. And I thought about that a lot. Like, help is just as important as giving the help. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's just the process of recycling this earth. Mm-hmm. I um. I do agree with that. I think that when you help others, especially like not expecting something in return, you just feel so much better. And something along the way will bless you later in life. Karma. Because yeah, I mean, yeah. And basically. what you put into the earth comes back. When I go into work and I say, I don't ask someone how they're doing. I walk past them. No one's going to ask me how I'm doing. You know, yeah. if I do start putting that positivity into people, it just emits back. It's it's a choice. Like, people have to choose... It is a choice. ...to, like, do that. People have to choose to love, to be kind. And it's an easier choice to, like... Well, sometimes it's harder, in the sense... It's hard to start, I It's think. hard, yeah. But, but when, once you're there, it just yeah, keeps Yeah, I was about coming. to say the same thing. Once you're there, like, it rolls on. It's like you can't stop. It's, it's same thing a natural high. Like, yes. it's a natural high. Like, yeah. when you're around people and their energy is good, like, you just want to keep being around those people. Mm-hmm. And it's probably the best natural I've ever felt. Like, it's amazing. 100%. And it's like, people can also go the opposite way and just keep hating. Yeah. Because it's just what they had. And they're just rolling in that snowball. Then it'll take someone to stop them and just be like, hey, relax. It's like you're stuck in a bubble. And sometimes people just need to, like, poke it and Mm -hmm. be like, yo, you okay in there? Yeah. And then that's when people's like, hmm, are you actually interested? And then that conversation just flows. People want to talk at their core. Oh, yeah. They don't want to be on their phones in a public area Mm -hmm. and just ignore you. They're just not swallowing their ego. They're scared. They're like just our souls are attracting each other. When you pass someone, your eyes connect and then you put them back down because you think it was like Mm -hmm. awkward. It's not. You just need to... (laughs) Awkward eye contact. Yeah, exactly. Awkward eye contact. Awkward silence. We put... Awkward it doesn't have to be a thing. Like, it doesn't have to be awkward. Nothing's we awkward. We make it awkward. Yes, exactly. It's because yeah. we, we're, we're thinking, whoa, what are they thinking? What do they want? What do they expect of me? Just relax yeah. and live in the moment, you know? I was texting one of my friends yesterday, and there was a miscommunication on plans. And I was like, oh, my God, that was so embarrassing. And she was like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> like, it wasn't embarrassing. Yeah. It was, a, like, a mistake. It was... A miscommunication and I'm like oh my god you're right like that was I shouldn't be embarrassed for this my first day on my new job delivering ice I walked the first store I walked in they're all liquor stores and convenience stores yeah. there's this big rack of bottles on the bottom and I hit it with the bag and smashed it on the floor and Uh-oh. 
I, I was at this point where I was already very confident in myself, mm-hmm. so I was like, it's fine, it's a mistake, but the, the store, the manager started screaming. Oh at me. my she gosh. Was not screaming, but she was a little upset, and she yeah. didn't care about the money, she was just like, it's a mess now, and it... But I was like, I'm sorry. I kept hitting her with positivity and being like, I'll clean it up. I'll leave the money here. I'm sorry. I'll take care of it. I didn't mm-hmm. mean to. And then she was still mad, still mad. And she was looking down. She wasn't looking in my eyes. And then when I went back to the truck to get the receipt for the ice they got and I came back in, she's like, you know what? Like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Yeah. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And she. And then next thing you know, we're joking. We're laughing. Yeah. And we're like, we're just out of there. It's how you approach the situation. And she's like, don't worry about the money. And I already told her I would. So I left it on the table. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not telling that to seem like a good person but I'm saying she gave me that positivity back so yeah. I felt like I still needed to return it and it's contagious it, it just keeps going it, it is it's like the contagious smile that people talk about like if someone smiles at you you're gonna smile back 100%. like it's contagious and it's probably the best contagious thing that's going around right now <laughs> <laughs> uh, well this has been a really great conversation yeah. um, I'm glad that we see eye to eye on a lot of things and if we didn't i'm glad we're still able to discuss them and i think everybody everybody at their core is looking for the same thing and feels the same thing and when you just bring humility to the table it just brings down this barrier like people feel as if i don't know like before i i just always went what I was doing was not for myself, it was for others. Mm-hmm. And once I got that, it, was, it wasn't it was even like a big change, it was just a perspective switch, you yeah. know? Like, once I was like, I'm working out for girls, you know, I'm working yeah. out to attract women. Now I'm working out because it makes me feel good, and like... That's such a good... It, it's, same with like, girls dressing up. Like, mm-hmm. some people, like, you get all dressed up and you go out, and people are like, oh, who are you dressed up for? Who are you going to meet? Yeah, it's it's like just myself. like, yeah, it's I'm myself. Good for me I feel I'm good. Myself. Like, I... I feel like I straighten my hair for almost like every school function and they're like, oh, like, why are you, why are you doing that? I'm like, because I feel better. Like, I feel good when 100%. when I do this. And I'm, I'm really glad that we're on the same page here because a lot of people have been asking, how do I listen to my body and yeah. how do I know what's good? How do I know what's bad? And it, you just use your feelings. Yeah. Stop thinking and use your feelings. I think it's also way like easier said than done oh 100% and you have to get to a certain point to actually be able to listen to yourself and I can just hear yeah the, the people in the part. background <laughs> yeah. it's fine I'll work. I can get it out yeah here. okay but um yeah it just <laughs> they're so loud <laughs> <laughs> has it been like this all day I don't know I haven't been home so wow. my parents went away so I was just like hanging at Mateus's I feel but yeah um yeah it's easier said than done it's you have to get to a certain level in life and like in your maturity to actually be able to distinguish how you feel and why you feel those you need to be secure with yourself you Mm -hmm. really do i think that i a big barrier for me is i never had confidence in myself i never felt smart enough Mm -hmm. i never felt strong enough i never felt i never like felt good enough yeah. you know and then i i feel the same way and i feel like like we did well in school ed yeah and i feel like if we went back four years ago and actually applied ourselves to how we are now dude we would have been like top <laughs> one and two in the class yeah <laughs> we would have been like kind of valedictorian and like yeah not I'm, to show off but i'm gonna enjoy yeah. learning now before high school is just this template that does not yeah. work it's you jam six hours of different learning, learning that mm-hmm. even that's just required of some people. That's not what they actually enjoy. And then you ask them to do extracurriculars that take yeah. another three hours. Like you don't give people time. I think the thing about high school that truly made my experience so much better. And the reason why I will miss high school is because I was in the STEM program, my ninth and 10th grade, and I did volleyball because that gave me a sense of community within high school and that's so hard to get like people get there their freshman year and they're like what do i do yeah i got there my freshman year and there were some like crazy stem teachers and they're like yo these are your teammates you're gonna be presenting here's your project yeah like and they put you in that uncomfortable situation yeah and you you have you have to work with people you usually don't work with you have to think outside of the box like we colonized mars dude like i built a whole colony on mars (laughs) like let's take that real like oh my gosh it was just 
an amazing experience and it truly taught me like public speaking it taught me how to work with others it gave you confidence it did it did give me confidence especially like at the expos like there were business people from like big companies there there were people from dell there were people from um uh, boston scientific and they would all come to our projects and they'd be like oh have you thought of this and then you would you would come up with something at the moment because you haven't thought of that. <laughs> yeah. But it would just kind of like reassure you that you're doing something that make other people think. And you're doing something that interests other people. And I think that it's just a great experience to see that what you're doing is like not making a difference because people aren't... It is actually, making a difference. It is, yeah. It is. But I mean like... People aren't actually going to take our maps and colonize Mars, but it's opening up those conversations. Yeah, Yeah. it's so hard conversations are how people break through from literally anything. Like if we're going to have a racial conversation, that's how people, how ignorant people become unignorant. Like yeah, educated. Base. Yep, that's the (laughs) word. I've been out of school for way too long. Way too long. <laughs> See, it applies. Yeah. We don't need words. No, whatever. <laughs> words are But um, you picked letters. the song, Where's the Love, as your intro song. Yep. I really do love that song. It's interesting because it's from 2003 and yeah, it feels like dude. it could have been wrote yesterday. Well, that's that's the point I was going to bring up. So I listen to the song like at least once, five times a year. And I feel like every time I listen to it, it just resembles what's going on right now like the song as you said was made in 2003 and it's talking about racism it's talking about fascism it's talking about hate and how we have to love one another and I was just like I feel like I can listen to this in every year since that song was created and I could be like this song has a message why aren't we listening to Uh that message 100% like why aren't we like Where's the love, you know? Where is it, bro? It's in us. And we need, yeah, to, we need to bring it out it for is, everybody it else. Is. And I believe there is a higher being that will help us with that. I, Not like physically, his, but I think... faith. Or yeah. her faith or its faith. Whatever yeah. it is. I mean, no one's going to know until they meet him. Or 100%. her. Or him. Or, or whatever. Or it. No, yeah. <laughs> it's 2020. I mean, I say him because that's how I was taught. Yeah. Like, it's instilled in me. And it's, it is. That's such a negative thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, to just think that it's a male. Yeah. That's so, it's so unhealthy. I, I think I was talking about this the other day. Um, I know we're, like, wrapping up. But, like, like, you said, thinking about him. Like, I think that we live in a world that's so man-driven. Like, what's... I know the word in Portuguese, but not in English. Say it in Portuguese. It's um, machista. Machista. Yeah, so it means like it's male driven, like male kind of lead. Mankind. His his sure. story. Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. They, our, it's based and off of male I was, pronouns. Um, and the reason we got to that conversation yesterday is that I saw a TikTok and it was a, a, a woman, like a cart attendant woman that was getting all the carts and there was this one cart left and it was next to a white van with a guy and it was like next to the back door of the white van and it was the only car left in the parking garage and it was late at night and she was like she filmed it and she's like look where this car is yep i'm not gonna get it it can stay there overnight and all the comments were from guys and they were like wow i actually never would have thought twice about that but like as a female i was like yeah, I, like I was taking like as soon as I saw that car, I'm like, girl, don't do it. Like you better not it's do crazy. it. But then when I showed my cousin, he was like, what's wrong with that? And then that's where those conversations are had that <laughs> educate the your gender. They're scared of you. Yeah, I think I think your concept of like loving others will truly change the world it will make the world better so i'm not focused on the world i'm focused on marlboro yeah and then from there people can spread step out by step wherever they are. step by step that's what pe- people are trying to face the world's problems it's like if you think about it like our america is very uneasy right now yeah. and today i brought up to someone at work i was like 
we're like, isn't it good? We're opening up in phase four. And she was like, we can't be opening. Look at the, look oh at the gosh. self. We can't. And I'm like, you're putting them all into this yeah. boat. I was like, Massachusetts is where Massachusetts needs really to good. be. Because we're smart. And we're in a, I think I said this in Angels, but we're in the state that leads the nation, that yeah. leads the world. And I agree. Massachusetts is, I feel like if Massachusetts is in 2020, I feel like the other side of the world is like in 1983. The South has always followed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that the West is seems to yeah, be as progressive as that's us, true. But I don't. But in terms of history, it has been the South is years behind. And also, behind. like I'm not grouping people because there are people like 100%. this here. Like I was at the BLM protest a couple of weeks back, and like Good we had you. middle fingers, we had people spit at us, we had people yelling like that's ridiculous. Yeah, we we had people yelling out the window, and they were like. Cause like we were holding signs to say like Black Lives Matter, blah 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 blah. And someone matters. Oh, yeah, I hate dude, you. Literally, like, wow. we had people yell out the window like, "No, they don't." Like we had those type of people, and from like, cause our school is so diverse, my neighborhood is so diverse. You can't if you grow haven't up noticed, hating or even you, seeing race. Exactly, and I didn't think Marlboro had people that didn't. I knew like, people. grew up that way. Yeah, you know like, they're there. You and know also, they're there. I'm, I'm white, and yeah. I grew up around white people. And yeah. Like, you, you're not in the yeah. zone about people. <laughs> Correct. Like, so like, Great observation. <laughs> that's, I mean, I've seen it more because I've grown up, and I'm not saying like a lot, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying like I've seen it, you know? Yeah. And it, it, it makes was, sense. It did shock me, but it also like reminded me that's why we were there. Mm -hmm. You know, we weren't there to hold up the sign for people that agreed with us. We were there for the people that disagreed with us. And I think that's also like a big thing that I go to with my Christianity. Like I'm not going to surround myself from all people that are also Christians because they already know my faith. They already know what I believe in. They believe in the same thing. I want to hang out with people that don't. Maybe mm -hmm. we can just help them find a better place. I, I don't want them to exactly believe in what I believe. I mean, it would be amazing if they did, but I just want to make an impact. I just want to see other perspectives and have conversations i mean our differences is what makes us special yeah. and that's what people need to realize your difference isn't what makes you worse your difference is what makes you better and the second yeah. you become a mainstream group a mainstream something it, you lose a touch of yourself 100 percent. i just agree need to keep humility you just you lose as you said your sense of self but also like a sense of being mm -hmm. and like if you're like everyone else, what are you living for in a way? Like, make your, it's your perspective. Yeah, when you I, make leave it your name known. Uh -huh. Like, you don't want to do a ton of things that everyone else is doing, and then just be known as like part of a pact. Mm -hmm. Like, kind of stand out. That's how stereotypes are formed, yeah. and then that's how confusion ensues. Yep, that's exactly. And it. like, I want to go back to the male thing where we say like man up yeah. and stuff like that and then at the same time when you're like expressing your emotions you're being a woman in a sense yeah. it's like let's get back to the point where just like in all in all case scenarios be a human yeah. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. just be a human just be better if you're gonna tell someone to man up don't tell them to man up be like be brave mm -hmm. do this like i think we have to stop with that stereotypical way of thinking and start thinking more of not characteristics but like abilities that we have within us uh -huh. so. and like there are definitely female traits and yeah. male traits and I, we see that in literally sexual activity where yeah. the woman's needed because of her reason she mm -hmm. gives birth she can grow a human yeah the man's needed because of his reason he can instill that life in her yeah. except now science broke all that and you can yeah. use red bone marrow at biotech <laughs> <laughs> you, biotech screws with all of this miss sawyer with our three parent gene <laughs> did you guys get to talk about that in no your class? i know it's like it's you finally start to make sense of things and then miss sawyer's like hey look at this we broke it we broke it again literally <laughs> i Oh, I forgot. I missed that class. And I, I really missed wish that I, class oh, so much. That was my I still follow class. her on Twitter, and she's an amazing teacher. And at first, uh, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this class. I should have taken like learn to jam, and but that or a study. yeah, or a out. study. But <laughs> that class, like, I was so into majoring in psychology, criminology, legal studies, 
and now you can ask anyone that I've talked to about college I was like I went in undecided because I kind of might want to like major in biotech now so like it's interesting it yeah really is. and um it's funny because when we first had Miss Sawyer me Sean and Noah would give her a hard yeah. time but we weren't giving her a hard time like being rude we were giving her a hard time like we're just joking Questioning with her too. and stuff like that yeah. and she misinterpreted that at first because of how many students she has had that yeah. gave her a hard time and like towards the end of the year we really got to a point where we're like we're, living we're coinciding you know it was, yeah. it was a great class she was making jokes back like she, that's, she that's, was very was supportive so on this podcast her and miss yeah. riley really I remember. wanted to see it yeah i we we told her to play it for the class i don't know if she played it for your class uh, but she didn't know that you were starting a podcast my class told her uh-huh. and we we're like he was like she was like ed smith and we we're like yeah she's like the one in my D period F Smith. It, no one and, expects this. And we're here. like, yeah. She's like, oh my gosh. When he walks into class, I'm just going to be like, hey guys, look at this cool podcast <laughs> I listened to and who's going to play it. So I'm so disappointed she nah, never did she that. Never that. But she is such a great woman. I need to reach out to her on Twitter and let oh, her yeah. know that this is actually happening. Yeah. She'll be She's getting so many shout outs too. Great woman. Great woman. And at first means to I, a lot of people say she's mean. She's good at heart, yeah. and she's she really has a passion for teaching. Yeah. she has a passion. She has a passion for, for science too. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. She she's good at her job because she's passionate about it. Not only the science, but kids and mm-hmm. like teaching them. And that's so important. And a lot of teachers, you can you feel that you feel yeah. that energy. She was like a legit scientist. Like she went to the rainforest and like did science yeah, stuff. Yeah, she was all about it. She was in and there. Then, and then I was like, now you're my teacher. Like, how cool is yeah, that? Yeah, I know. I really, uh, that, like, shit like that's what I missed out. You know what I'm saying? Like, prom, like, yeah. whatever. Like, prom's whatever, and, like, graduation was whatever, but it's, like, those day-to-day relationships that yeah. kind of Oh, Miss Riley getting on her, her nuts. Racing her to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I bodied her, dude. <laughs> All right, I'm going to wrap this up. This is a great conversation. I love talking to you about this. Having, being here. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) English. The weight of the world on my shoulder As I'm getting older, your people get older Most of us only care about money making Selfishness got us following the wrong direction Wrong information always shown by the media Negative images is the main criteria Infecting the young minds faster than bacteria Kids wanna act like what they see in the cinema yeah. Whatever happened to the values of humanity Whatever happened to the fairness and equality Instead of spreading love, we're spreading animosity Lack of understanding leading us away from unity That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling under That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling down It's no wonder why sometimes I'm feeling under Gotta keep my faith alive till love is found